Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Well, welcome to Amplified. I got to say, we are in need of amplification here in the studio. We are coming back on fumes from an amazing conference called Manny Chat. And we were really excited. Uh, Andrea told me she met Luke Skywalker, and I was like, holy hell, that is awesome. Let's get him on the show. And she said that that's what I heard. So we have actually Lucas Walker, and a lot of you guys are probably Googling him right now. He's a famous basketball player, and uh, so that's pretty cool. So we're going to get him on right now and hear his opinion and also experience of the Manny Chat conference. So, Andrea, how are you doing? I am super excited uh, for I, I know everybody's running on fumes after being at Manny Chat over the last couple of days, but it just amped me up. I'm even more excited than ever. So I'm on top of it today. So can't wait to implement all the things that we learned and talk to all the great people that we were rubbing elbows with. Pretty amazing stuff happening. Well, let's go ahead and bring on Lucas. Let's uh, give him a nice awesome. big intro. <laughs> well, you know, Lucas, let's just go ahead and have you right on because, you know, you do so much with, you know, data and strategy and technology. I just want to bring you right on because, you know, with you and the company with Gorgeous, there's so many things to explore and talk about what you've got going on. So let's just kind of pull it all together because, uh, first of all, thanks. You know, I know, know you took a, a flight home in Red Eye, you know, popped up this morning to be on with us bright and early where you're at there in uh, California. And uh, we thank you so much for doing that. So uh, why don't you start by uh, telling us the top things about yourself that you wanted us to know. Yeah, thank you so much for, for having me on and giving me this opportunity. Uh, funny story, it's, uh, I get confused with that basketball player a lot because I'm, I'm a big six foot three guy as well, but if you, uh, you keep scrolling, I just see some of the, the other stuff that's led me on my journey to, to where I am on my, uh, my entrepreneurial success of I started a software company a few years ago. I got into the e-commerce space uh, um, a little bit after that with uh, with my partner, Riley. We started making dog treats for, for our box dogs family in Charlotte, and that led us into the whole world of e-commerce, which has led me to where I am now at, at Gorgeous, which really is uh, the number one help desk for e-commerce to give customers better experiences, and that's what uh, sent us to the ManyChat conference because a lot of customers want to to chat in through, through Facebook Messenger. So that's how, how we got synced up. Well, if you could just bring that down a little bit and slow it down like you're a little tired. So explain for the uh, layman. Uh, <laughs> explain for the layman. And by the way, uh, I love the fact that you're doing uh, the James Spader uh, voiceover right now. So that's pretty cool because we've always wanted him on the show. Oh, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the, the James Spader, the Invisible Laws, and although after all this travel, uh, my dirty little secret is I'm actually uh, hacking back a, a recaller right now keep my, uh, my voice nice and clear for everyone. Well, good. Thank you. So for someone that is new to the, I, I guess, this industry, because it really is kind of uh, a new frontier, explain why someone would want to know about your company and also about getting into this industry. Yeah. I mean, customer expectations are going up and up and up. When when you think of e-commerce, a lot of people think of uh, the giant Amazon, which actually counts for about 50% of all uh, online transactions in the U.S. 
So, but a lot of brands want to bring that customer experience back to them because Amazon, they they can kind of pigeonhole sellers, they can pigeonhole, pigeonhole customers, but they do have phenomenal customer service. So we really help merchants, uh, and the merchant is someone that sells online of, of all sizes from, from a small company like mine all the way up to, say, Movement Watches or the Discovery Channel facilitate better customer experiences. And in 2019, you can't say, oh, you have to call in to, to our help desk to get service if you want to return your item or find a, your tracking number. Maybe you want to email it. Maybe you want to even SMS and text it. Maybe you want to uh, uh, chat in via Facebook Messenger and ManyChat. Maybe it's the online website chat. There's probably about 35 different ways a customer could communicate with a brand. And, and ManyChat is really help Manny- facilitate. And Manny Chat's the number one. So um, I know there's a lot of businesses that aren't automated, and it's it's basically a dying dinosaur if, if you don't get automated or you don't get up with the times and have customer service that's really within minutes. And it was really impressive for Mikel Yang to share all the achievements and uh, new updates that he's bringing to his, uh, his platform and his app. So how did you guys meet? Yeah, so we actually met at the conference with uh, Dr. Andrea, and it was really cool to actually meet Mikhail for the first time, because I've been a fan of Medichat and what they've been up to for probably the last three or four years now. They were the, really the first ones who made uh, messenger marketing accessible and demarketized for for anyone to be able to go, go and use, so they've really been, uh, been a big trailblazer in the space. And do you foresee that in the future, like next year, that businesses are almost going to have to have someone on their team that knows how to either program or they're just an attachment to the business? Because I was, I was definitely feeling that. I think that it's, um, I think they need to have a strategy in place. And the reason right. for that is a lot of your customers will be messaging your Facebook page. And if they're involved in Messenger, then then you need to have some sort of a, a messenger marketing strategy. And ManyChat makes that very easy. I don't know if you necessarily need to have a uh, full-time resource behind it, or maybe that's working with an agency partner or a consultant, but I definitely think that there needs to be some sort of strategy involved with, uh, with messenger marketing if you're, if you're a brand that wants to, to keep your customers happy and really have, keep those customers for a long time. Well, we're certainly going to go deeper in this particular area in the second segment, but what is uh, something that you see that's a big problem that companies do have that would cause them to want to really look at the strategy piece being implemented? Whew, uh, how much time do we have? Uh, the show's only an hour, right? So uh, we'll, I'll try Well, to no, I, got, I just got a green light from the studio. That this question is that big. They're going to extend it two more hours for your voice. Oh, Perfect. So I think that the first uh, challenge from a business perspective, and I, I hate to use the word challenge because it really is more of an opportunity, is the customer's expectations and, and needs are changing. You don't want to have to dial in or uh, email in to find where the order number is. A lot of times they do want to use Facebook Messenger. So you have to be where your customers are. You're trying to get your customers to do, to do one main thing, which is make a purchase. And if you're trying to make them do other things like go to your preferred communications channel, you're going to drop off, especially when leaders like Amazon in the e-commerce space are, are available there. So that's the first challenge. The other challenge is uh, rising marketing costs. If uh, you were to say, do you think the cost of Facebook advertisements will be going up or down in the next 
18 months, do you think your email inbox is going to be more cluttered or less cluttered in the next 18 months? It's all going up and up and up. So you also really need to stand out in, uh, in that fashion as well. So those are the two really big areas that many chat investor marketing is solving. One is uh, changing customer expectations, but also rising advertising costs to get in front of your customers. And we started to see this shift where the traditional media buying would be tens of millions of dollars on on traditional advertising. And for them to move a few million bucks to, to Facebook to test, it drives up the uh, the cost for everyone as that inventory gets gets snatched up. All right, and I know Andrea had a little more time with you, so I want to give her an opportunity to ask a couple questions she had. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and start. So, you know, when we were talking about the different things that you've done in the past, you know, with you, with your sales consultant work and with, you know, really working with people on how they can have the best customer engagement and help do the conversion. So I, I would love for you to address more about how that conversion has worked, not only with your sales knowledge, but intertwining that in with how you guys do Manny chat as your chat bot differently than other people. Yeah. So, um, let's unpack the, the first question there. Can you just repeat that, repeat that, that first part, and then I'll talk a little bit more about the differentiators. Well, what I was saying is because you specifically have a sales consultant background because you've done all this stuff with social selling strategies. So you have more of an advantage over like newbies who are coming to use ManyChat for the first time. So I think from what we talked about, that's what I'm hearing other people talk about you saying that's how you, that's why your company is doing so well with customer service. So I wanted you to address how your knowledge changes how you use ManyChat for this excellent customer service pattern? Yeah, um, it's, it might not be the, the flashiest answer, but really keeping it simple, uh, playing around with ManyChat specifically, we tried a lot of different uh, automations and flows and everything, and what we found was really keeping it simple was, was the best and the clearest. But having said that, we, and that's to drive sales, but to drive customer engagement, we found a lot of fun things that we could do to keep our customers involved, which down the road kept them opening our messages and coming back to buy products. So in our case, with True Top and our e-commerce company, we would do uh, some dog trivia, send some, some cute dog gifts, and really uh, communicating with our customers in a way that they wanted to, to hear back from. On, on the consultant side, Andrew Warner, who I uh, ran into at the, at the convention, I actually knew who he was from his bot on ManyChat because he showed his face. So it's a great way for brands to get a lot more personal with their customers and build that rapport very quickly in a way that's beneficial to uh, to both parties. And then well, as for the, the... Oh, go ahead. No go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish up. Yeah, and then in terms of how ManyChat compares to other chatbots, it's really the simplicity of use to get up and running because there's not a ton of coding really needed, and you can run some uh, some more intricate JSON ads. I'm sure I just lost about 99% of the uh, the listeners there, but it really is simple to get up and running and create a flow that uh, that your customers will want to to see. And I know that um, for our audience to really uh, enjoy this this new experience that they will be experiencing more often. Tell us the story of uh, Gorgeous and how it was founded and created. Yeah, so um, it's actually a French team, and it started out as a, as an email extension 
or when you were kind of saying the same thing over and over again in an email as a way to um, just type in, oh, you know what, let's say uh, from a customer experience point of view, where, where is my order, which is actually the number one uh, common question for e-commerce brands, whether customers have a question. So you could say, oh, thank you so much for contacting us. Uh, we looked into your order, and pretty much everything in that message except for the tracking number would be would be the, would be the same kind of boilerplate messaging. So that's how the company got started. And then we realized that nobody was really doing customer service for e-commerce brands out of the box. So the company pivoted about a year and a half ago to really focus on that. So we're pulling in data from uh, apps like Shopify, from Magento, to bring all that data into one place. And we're working with many chats specifically to be able to filter out uh, your customers' messages to really help them get uh, get responses faster. So I mentioned that where is my order is the most common question for the e-commerce brands will receive. And that's about 35% of all customer inquiries, which I think is really interesting. Another 30% you're wanting to change something with their order. So maybe added another product in, maybe it's having... Um, maybe it's changed the address because it's wrong. So that's over half of all e-commerce inquiries. And we touched on automation a little bit before. We really try to accelerate that, that process of that, that um, repetitive manual uh, inquiries so that you can spend more time actually talking to your customers and having a better, uh, better experience with them. And uh, I'm curious how many Shopify stores there are. How many chat sites there are? Yes. Do you know? Yeah, I mean, um, that's a tough question. Us, um, for us, most of our customers use chat in some some fashion, whether it's on the website or on Facebook Messenger using an app like ManyChat. It's it's definitely the biggest trend of the last eighteen months that we've seen more and more brands really really implicate that. And if you've ever taken a look at buying a more a more intricate product. You want to talk to a sales rep. So I was some premium luggage yesterday, and they didn't have uh, a live chat or any sort of a chat on the website. And having gone through that purchasing experience, so one uh, one moment here. Sorry, the uh, the logic is running out. But <laughs> once you've had that experience of talking to a chatbot, it's almost like making your website be a vending machine versus a store that welcomes people in. If you were to just walk right. into a store and no one greeted you. It'd be kind of awkward, especially if you were looking at a product, and that's what a lot of static websites are like. But when you walk into a store, let's say it's a bicycle store, and you're greeted by by the clerk, and they say, "Hey, welcome to uh, welcome to Lucas's bike bike shop, two wheels with Lucas." It's welcoming and it's friendly, and that's almost like the chatbot on your homepage or your blog page. But then, if you're looking at a specific bicycle seat, the chatbot might say, "Prompt, come up and say, what are you looking at uh, that bicycle seat for?'" And you would say, well, you know what, I'm actually doing an Ironman. And that's totally different than someone who just wants a, a casual commuter bike. And so you can blend uh, human interactions with, I call it assisted intelligence, rather than full AI, to pick up on those words like, oh, you said Ironman. Well, this is actually the product that you want, and here's why. So it really does give better customer service that leads to more sales down, uh, down the road. And how does one find out more about your company? Yeah, so if you check out uh, gorgeous.io, G-O-R-G 
G-I-A-S.io. You can come check us out. We're also, uh, if you are a Shopify merchant, check us out on the Shopify app store. Where we are the number one rated help desk, which is something that I'm very proud of. And being an e-commerce merchant myself, when I was doing my, uh, my due diligence on the company, I was, uh, I was blown away. So I think that we're, we're the first ones to really get uh, a help desk for, for e-commerce, right? Yeah, a very impressive site, uh, very easy to navigate and figure out what you want to know and how it helps. Uh, why, what is IO? Why IO? Uh, the dot-com was taken. Somebody was, uh, was sitting on it, so we did the, uh, the trendy tech, uh, tech startup of, of gorgeous.io. Mm-hmm. And uh, what does the name signify? Yeah, so if you're into your Greek philosophy, Gorgeous was actually a friend of, uh, of Plato's. So going back into uh, the philosophy, that's where that name, uh, name, the name comes from. Very cool. And uh, so, what, what does the brand mean? What does the brand stand for? What does the brand mean? What does the brand stand for? So we really believe in automating what we can to uh, have more meaningful customer interactions. So anything that can be repeated can be automated. And instead of spending time tracking down order numbers for your customers, help them make that purchase, help them make the right product, help them find what they need. So it's really blending automation with better customer experiences. And, and so many of the pres, uh, presenters yesterday and each day were sharing the difference in income uh, percent profit you could make when you actually integrate some of these uh, very simple automated features. I mean, you know, 10% even doubling your business because they're, they're helping you with marketing, they're helping you with sales, and they're helping you also cut costs. What is, uh, yeah. I, 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 like I said, I'm going to go deeper in this in the next part, but since this is a nice segue question, what's one thing you see that just so many businesses are not automating that's just such a simple thing to put in place? Not having some sort of a, a chat on the website, uh, that mm-hmm. definitely drives conversions. Not responding to, to comments either on, uh, on your paid ads, you spend a ton of money getting people to, to see your products. And maybe they say, oh, wow, I really want that, uh, that sweater. But you don't respond to them. So when you're, you're using a help desk to do that like ours, we see our customers have a list of about 5% equivalency of their ad spend right, right out of the box, as well as about 30% more efficiency compared to other, uh, other chat tests. So you're actually turning what's traditionally a cost center into a profit generator. And mm-hmm. the, other, um, the other stats show that by not offering, uh, not offering good support, you're losing customers. 79% of customers will go back to, to a brand if they have a bad experience. And that bad experience can be as simple as isn't too long to find out where their order is. So if you contact a brand saying, hey, where are my shoes that I ordered? The shoes arrive, and then you hear back from the brand. You're, there's a very, very high likelihood that that <laughs> brand will lose that customer, that customer's business moving forward. Yeah, because in this day and age, it's too easy just to hit the Amazon button if you're going to have problems with other people. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. to give to give a little shout out to anyone that you wanted to uh, that you heard speak, were there any f- favorite presenters that you really enjoyed? Did you get to uh, see um, Neil Patel? You know what. Ezra Firestone, everything that he says is gold. Really uh-huh. listen to Ezra. If you are on Shopify, check out the Shopify account. He's got a full course there that's totally free on Facebook advertising. Definitely check out um, check out Ezra and uh, and Kelly as well. Kelly uh, from Baby Got uh, Baby Got Bought. She was a great speaker 
as uh, as well. Cool. So and I wanted I'm to just, give uh, Andrea. I'm just getting into the office here, so I might uh, I might go to grab a seat here. Okay. So if you hear a little background noise, that's what uh, what that is. And Andrea, you had a couple more questions. Yeah, I did. You know, Lucas, we had a really good time laughing in the hallway. Just, you know, we really clicked. And I knew that if you and Ken had an opportunity to hang out together, you guys would just have the best laughs ever because you both have a great sense of humor. And we've been really talking about business, you know, and really, you know, the nuts and bolts of what you guys are doing. So I'd love for you to, um, you know, let your personality, you know, shine a little bit and um, so that everybody can hear uh, what a great blast you are. So in doing that, I'd love you to talk about, you know, the blog that you're creating and, and share more about how you come up with your content and so forth with that. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just, I'm finally getting here into the office. I'm just going to jump into uh, a conference room. So hopefully that will help my personality get, uh, get a little bit better. Can, uh, oh, you you're amplifying right? as you walk. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And I, I was going to. It's funny, uh, Andrea, what, with the Keep Smiling movement here. It's hard to smile when you're holding a phone. That's why I enjoy going, uh, going hands-free as I can. It really does allow me to be a little more animated. <laughs> I know that I do on this journey with Gorgeous. I go to a lot of events. Uh, whenever I go to these events, this journey with Gorgeous, I always try to bring my camera with me to, to document that process. You never know who you're going to run into and what they can share. So I always try to um, bring back them some nuggets with, uh, with my audience that's really e-commerce focused to, to really give back to the the community as I've been on this uh, this journey of e-commerce with Gorgeous. So that's what my my little vlog is uh, is all about. So we'll definitely have uh, have your tip on there in the next week or so. And there are a ton of benefits to smiling and being being positive. Go ahead, Andre. I know you had another question. Oh well, yeah. So you were really sweet to let me be on 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 the blog. And so I wanted you to, you know, share a little bit more about that. Like, you know, why did you decide to let us be on? How did that fit with what you're doing in your world? And, and what's the impact that you see from sharing that kind of a message? Yeah, you know what? I've been fortunate enough, uh, well, growing my, my own personal e-commerce brand to really uh, learn from others and see their journeys. And now it kind of felt like it's time for, for me to get back. And you never know. Who you'll who you'll meet and who you'll run into in that one little that one little uh, paradigm shift that they may give you, and I really like to share those with with others. And who knows? It's being an entrepreneur is a very very hard journey, and maybe just seeing someone smiling back at you can help you uh, grind through that, those those valleys as you ride out to to what that next big thing is. So that's why why I started the the vlog is just to help other e-commerce, e-commerce entrepreneurs on uh, on their journey. Well, I, and I appreciate that. So I mean, it was I really was honored that you um, said, "Hey, you know, let's do the vlog over there." We went over in the um, VIP room where the all the clubs were hanging out. A couple of VIPs, just so everyone knows, Andrea and I. <laughs> Yes, it was very, very fun. And uh, you said something about the way I presented that made me feel very honored. Would you mind sharing that with everybody? Oh, yes. I've had, I I mean, I don't want to inflate my numbers, but I've I've had quite a few people on uh, on the blog and uh, a lot of professional presenters, sales representatives. And, And Andrea, you really did 
carry yourself in a way that your personality shines through. Well, very cool. We are actually at the uh, halfway point in the show, so we're going to go to break. We'll be back in a couple minutes. And again, this is Ken Roshan with Amplified and Andre Adams Miller with the Red Carpet Connection. We are brought to you by the Cute Smiling Movement, and we'll be back in a couple minutes to continue the conversation. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right, so we are back with Lucas, and we are going to continue with some great information, and he is a wealth of experiences, so we're going to go a lot deeper in this particular segment with the gold nuggets. So how are you feeling, Lucas? Did you recover? Another, another throat lozenger? Perfect. I'm here. <laughs> okay, you're here. Well, as Andrea says, the show must go on, and I'm so happy that you have that mentality. So I do have some questions about some of the things I've, I've read and some notes that I, I was able to take. So first of all, uh, LinkedIn pitches. Okay. Tell me about uh, where we can go with that conversation. Yeah, on uh, with LinkedIn? Yes. Yeah, so cut out there uh, a little bit. Did you say LinkedIn pitches? Yes. They, they pitch the yeah, worst I ever. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the era of just straight up pitching on uh, on LinkedIn died out a few years ago. It's really about giving value first and sharing content with your community, and that's been one of the the biggest game changers for me. And it's a very simple framework that I use, which is first uh, listen, engage, and share. So, what does that mean? One uh, one moment here. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm laying it all on the line. It's not even nine yet on, uh, on Monday. <laughs> but first of all, listen. Listen to your audience. Listen to your connections. What are they saying? What are they posting? What kind of topics? Because that will make it much more relevant when you pitch somebody. If they're talking about a certain pain point that they have, leverage that. Don't just automate and blast them with spam messages. What are they saying? Then engage. What could uh, an engagement be? It could be uh, liking a status or doing a, a reaction. It could be commenting, hearing somebody or asking a question there. And finally, then you can start posting. And taking a step back, what engaging will do 
you know, all social content that's more that's more relevant. So the more that you engage with somebody, the more of their content you will see. So you go to a conference like start many posting, chat. but don't just say, "Oh, uh, here's what my my company is doing right now." Sign up here. Here's my latest blog post. Share uh, share something tactical, like a quote from a book that you read, and why uh, why it really resonated with you, and why you liked it. Okay. And so a lot of people go to conferences like this and they're overwhelmed with great information, great action items they can take in and uh, just an amazing amount of contacts. What is uh, the recommendation of how you connect with those people and actually use that same philosophy to turn it into uh, some type of conversion or abundance or a collaboration? Yeah, no, first off, know who you really want to talk to, especially at bigger conferences. And I was impressed with how many people came into ManyChat, but really know who you want to talk to. So for us, it's e-commerce entrepreneurs, specifically those using Shopify. So right away, you can narrow down a lot of people who just, it doesn't necessarily help you to talk to them. So know who you want to talk to and what the goals are that you want to accomplish by going to that conference. From there, really write everything down, but also know you probably know what that next step is. So have something drafted that you can just really, really connect with later. And you're probably not going to close the deal right on the spot, but you can open up that that dialogue and that conversation. So maybe look at that next meeting right there. Maybe have them sign up for your email message, your email newsletter, or your your bot, depending on what uh, what your goals really are. Cool. And were you uh, using the app Bella at all at the conference? Brella, I mean, Brella. Can you just repeat that one for me? Yes. Were you using the app Brella? That was uh, the company that was uh, the app allowed you to search for uh, people that were had common matches and you could go in that network and you yeah, didn't know if you. And it was really cool because we could even put in those keywords like Shopify or e commerce in there and then either invite people to our booth or uh, go have the, the meeting with them. And it was neat how, how quickly you could almost like online dating say, this is who I'm interested in, uh, in matchmaking with. And this is, uh, and these are the conversations that we want to talk about and really using that to, to proactively drive them, drive them to you. Well, I, I I was specifically interested in uh, about this particular topic you covered. It was how to get direct access to the decision makers through your social media. So, would you mind sharing that? Yeah, I mean, for I mean, it goes back to that sort of uh, listen, engage, and uh, and share. Um, if now, not all decision makers will be on social media, but the ones who are, engage with them. It's people who are on social media like to be social. So if they're giving a keynote or, or talking or something, go listen in and tell them what your top takeaways were and, and really be genuine and authentic with it. I know that I'm throwing out a ton of buzzwords, but don't just go in and brown nose someone. Let them know how their talk impacted you and use that to, to drive that dialogue. And then that way, when you are trying to connect with them, you can have... Uh, have, you're much more likely to, to get that meeting because you stand out and you're recognized. And you might actually develop that relationship with them that goes beyond your where both of you currently are. The average tenure of a sales rep is only about 18 months, but the that relationship lasts forever. And that's really why you know, like LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram are so powerful because you can keep connected with, with people. Totally agree with you. Andrea? 
Well, yeah, you know, when I was looking at, so tell me how um, you became a HubSpot blogger. How did that come about? <clears throat> so that, uh, that's funny. I was just kind of reaching out to them and saying, hey, this is what, uh, what we'd like to do. We were setting up a partnership with them and then saying, well, what can you write about? And you know what? Here's, um, here's some topics that we'd like you to write about. I wrote one blog because that was really good. Would you like to write another one? And that's how I ended up writing a few, uh, a few blogs on the, the HubSpot sales, on the HubSpot sales blog. And it's, it's almost like what my current blog is now. It's just sharing what, uh, what I'm up to and what works for me. Okay, and I, I wanted to ask you a little deeper questions, Arn, or a little deeper depth on your advice for businesses or people that are, want to make more money. So if you're someone that wants to start a Shopify account, what, how does one go about that? I mean, it's super easy. I should have uh, probably had an affiliate link, but if you just go to Shopify.com, sometimes it's really easy. But take a step back before you do that. A lot of people I see try to do it because they want to make money with a side hustle. Either have it because you have a product or a business that you're passionate about, or because you want to learn. There's no better way to learn marketing than starting your own business, because that really will will teach you everything in every way to to do it from customer service to marketing automation to writing good copy on your web page. That will teach you everything, but have a reason behind it beyond oh, I just want to make money. So maybe it's, it's a cause that you want to support, or maybe it's a, a product that you're really passionate about. Maybe it's your family business. Maybe your family runs a golf course or something, and you want to help them uh, go online. So really map out why you want to do that first, and you'll be a lot more successful down the road if you have that driving you. I totally agree with you, and love, love your response. Uh, for businesses that... Uh, I should let me back up. If you have a customer that's looking for you, what are some of the problems we mentioned earlier that going to the website and not seeing the chat feature and, and having that immediate access to communication is a, an easy fix? But what are some other things that would help you attract customers and uh, get them engaged in working with you? Yeah, so a lot of mistakes that a lot of e commerce sites are doing is not having good website photos. And beyond that, good lifestyle photos. So how is that, how are your products being used? How are people really using them? Uh, it's beyond just having a, so let's take a t-shirt for example, because everyone's seen t-shirts for, sales on, for sale online or a mug. Beyond just having a picture of that mug or that t-shirt, is somebody wearing it? What are they doing while they're wearing it? Are they in an office wearing their t-shirt and holding their mug or are they outside by the campfire? And while it might sound simple to say, oh, it's just a t-shirt, it's just a mug, the story that you tell with those photos will really impact who your customer is. And as you do that, who are you targeting? Who is your audience? Is your audience outdoorsy or are they more, uh, do they live in New York City and they, they wouldn't know green grass if they, uh, if they tripped and fell on it? So really have that whole story during your buyer's process on, uh, on your e-commerce site from who you're bringing to your website, creating copy and a story that, that suits them that they can relate to. And uh, what takeaways from the conference are you going to be using to improve what you guys do? Oh, pardon me. I, uh, I missed that one. My, uh, my voice is, I, I don't know how much longer I have. Can you repeat that question? Sure. Uh, in fact, I'll even say it really slow. That way it takes up time and you can stay longer on the show. That's a pretty smart one. Oh, I appreciate that. 
<laughs> so I was saying, what are what were some of the takeaways that you took from the conference that you could apply to your business or another way of saying it? What are challenges that you guys are working on? Yeah, so uh, for e-commerce companies in general, I'll, I'll break it up into to two areas. One for e-commerce companies in general and then also for, for us at, uh, at Core Discord. And I'm just going to put everyone on mute for five seconds while I uh, clear my throat one more time. Okay. So I think that the biggest takeaways uh, from an e-commerce perspective, and it's also what works in here at Gorgeous, are the rising costs of customer acquisition and the rising demand of what customers want. So, for example, even who you show in your ads can have an impact on your buyers because your competitors or big brands are resonating more with them. And what, uh, so in the e-commerce space in general, it's a lot more personalization at scale. And that comes from the behemoth of Amazon being able to really market to people that way. What we're seeing here at Gorgeous is people really wanting to communicate with, with brands on their terms. And that might be across Facebook Messenger. That might be, they might want to phone in. It really does depend who that demographic is. Maybe they just want to comment on the ad and know what the average shipping time is. So you have to be able to respond quickly uh, in a way that your buyers want to hear um, in, the, in the spot that they, that, that they are. And it's, it's not really, brands don't own those channels anymore. It really is a customer-driven marketplace. And that's why uh, so many of us are seeing success with bots and with good customer service is because we can really be ahead of the curve and still continue to, to give, give that good excitement for, uh, for our customers. Well, I'm going to give you a little break here, and we're going to come back with rapid fire, but I'm going to ask some questions that you can either jump in on, but they are related to the conference we were uh, just at. And also, since Andre did get to spend more time uh, talking to you and experiencing you, I was going to ask, ask her, what did she learn from actually hanging with you? So, Andrea, let's start off with that. What did, what did you learn from Lucas? <laughs> oh, that'll be easy. So, being around Lucas, first of all, you know, with us being photographers at the event, I was just watching the people and how they would be attracted to Lucas's um, uh, booth. So one of the things is, uh, like, Lucas's presence. Um, he was just very approachable, and, you know, and the way that they engaged with each other made people want to, him and his uh, business partner that was there, made other people want to come and see what they were talking about or doing, and they would, like, literally... Um, their energy would exude to pull other people into their booth. So it was a real difference um, compared to how other people would stand at their booth and wait for people to come. Now, Lucas, you were just very present with who you were. Um, would you like me to go on, Ken? Uh, actually, I would like you to talk about the uh, the, the main lineup guest uh, because you you said that you had seen Neil Patel last in Bangkok and seen him again uh, this particular oh. event. Well, certainly. I mean, that was really cool, too. Lucas and I did talk about that, how we were so excited that the lineup was so amazing. Um, yeah, Neil Patel, that was super exciting for you and I to talk to him and for him to remember uh, meeting me because I did go all the way to Bangkok to meet him. You're correct. And um, actually, Ken, you came out to Bangkok to meet me as well. and We did a big photo shoot there in Thailand. And then to have Zuckerberg, Randy Zuckerberg, be there and uh, to have her sing for us was huge. Uh, very impactful. Um, Amari Smith was there as well. Um, 
uh, some of the other names are eluding me right at the moment. Um, um, well, John, I'll just, uh, with, with, well, I was going to focus on Neil for a second. So Neil, his presence on stage is like the Gandhi of marketing. Uh, he is so poised and so at peace and what a, a giving nature. And, he is dropping down just like so many things you can do to, I mean, that's going to be my favorite, and I don't do this very often, but this is going to be my favorite uh, video to watch. And just really, this is one of those experiences being in the production area. I was listening, uh, you know, well over half the time and saying, I got to re-listen to this. This is all just gold. And so Neil's uh, just the simple thing of just adding a uh, a person's name and a question mark just to get them to engage and know that you actually are having a personal conversation with them. <laughs> that was just brilliant. And he says that, you know, it helps your business so much. So each of these things um, compound and really help you be so much more successful. And he brought up another point, doing only one thing that's not right is not going to hurt you, but the compounding of all the things you're doing wrong is going to obviously take you out too. Um, Randy was just such a, an amazing surprise uh, to see her vivacious and talented. And uh, she's, did she say she had received a Tony or two for um, her her performance? Two Tonys. Two, two Tony Tonys. Awards. Yeah. So uh, and I loved how she started uh, with such a humble start to the uh, her presentation and ribbing her her brother Mark and and uh, and also telling the how it really was. I mean, she came out to kind of a, a frat house, no budget uh, hacker hackathon, and just how Facebook was a grassroots campaign, a camp a business that just blew up because of the talent and the innovation of actually bringing in the the right type of strategies at the right time. And really, that's why ManyChat so successful is that Mikkel saw that the future was bots and actually perfecting it so that the programming could be seamless, the customer experience could be amazing, that the integration with Facebook would be uh, a great partner. I mean, to have Facebook two times come to your conference and have top, top leadership in Facebook actually having a fireside talk and just, you know, as it were, since we're in Austin, Texas, spilling the beans of how they're going to be able to work together or what we can look for in the future. This is like revolutionary to have uh, be involved with a, a business that is uh, just basically almost holding hands with a, a company as big as Facebook to make the experience better for social media. Go ahead, Andrea. Oh, well, I, I just, you know, I was just blown away by her and by everybody there. I, I, I mean, the kind of and the quality of people that uh, Mikkel attracts to his audience and the, the staff, the people, the, just, the entire conference. I mean, you and I attend, what do we cover, like 200 plus conferences a year. It was absolutely amazing, the quality. It was just very different from other conferences that we've been to. I don't know if it's 200. I don't think I would ever see my wife and my son. So I, I, I think you go to 200. I think I go to probably more like 25 but <laughs> um i think it just seems like when you add them together that is 200 because you go to 200 i go to 25 so it's 225 so that's about right um i wanted to get uh, lucas back on for the rapid fire questions and lucas are you ready you got your throat uh massaged so and lubricated it's all ready to go okay so here comes I the first question it's a, it's a miracle well first of all thank you for uh 
you know, being on the show and being such an amazing guest. So we want to find out as much as we can in the next five minutes. So real quick questions like what book changed your life? And if you ever feel confined, just say, well, these are two books that changed my life. So whatever, whatever works for you. Yeah. That's the first question. I know that you, you let me really think about this question and I think it's, uh, I'm going to dodge it by just saying reading in general, because I do read a lot of books and I tend to say the book that I just read tends to help me a lot. So I just read the talent code and it's all about how you can learn quickly. Phenomenal, phenomenal book. But when I go back to say, what books have I read more than once? Uh, the four hour body or the four hour, yeah, the four hour body by Tim Ferriss just has helped me with my, my personal nutrition and my health. Uh, mm-hmm. so I have to give a lot of credit to that one. And from a sales perspective, never split the difference by Chris Voss, former FBI hostage negotiator. I really have gone back to those books time and time again. But I also got to be a good son and plug my mom. Elizabeth J. Duncan, she's an author and she writes uh, light murder mystery set in North Wales. So I, uh, I'm going to cop out and say uh, my mom's books <laughs> have changed my, uh, my life the most. Well, you, you get a pass on that one being a very long, rapid-fire answer, but i got to say, that was riveting. It was all applicable, and bravo. So, on, on Andrea, go ahead. Um, I, I want to know what kind of that? super... Some, to the books? Can I add one more thing? Yeah, go ahead. Well, I had a shift uh, where I stopped reading books if I wasn't getting any more value out of it, and instead of trying to just drudge on and finish a book, it's okay to put it down if you've gotten a couple things out of it or you don't like it. And I started reading a lot more and finishing a lot more books once I started started doing that. That that is great advice. Great advice, Andrea. Well, I want to know what superpower superpower you would love to have if you could have one. Oh man, that's you know what I'm. Uh, I've been really into meditation lately uh, for the last uh, year and a half. I've been meditating daily. So if I could have a superpower, it would be to just bring. Uh, more kindness and calmness uh, around me. So I don't know like, how, how far I could reach that if I reach that globally, but if I could uh, just release the tension or a stressful moment uh, and come back out of that red zone uh, around, around me personally or around, with those around me, I would love to be able to do that. Well, we have five go-to trivia questions we uh, ask people that go into the Keep Smiling book should they decide to share their journey. So one of them mm-hmm. is uh, movies that inspire you, if you can name one or two. Oh, what movies? Uh, I don't watch a lot of movies. Uh, I think I went to the theater for the first time in like three years because I tend to, to read a lot of books. But if it's movies that inspire me, uh, can I take a pass? You're, you're a sports guy, right? Um, yeah, I'd say, I'd say pick up a book instead of, uh, instead of a movie. Or, you know, I'll give a TV show. Uh, I always go back to watching The Wire. It's just a, a show that you can keep going back into and really go in uh, time and time again. So I'd have to say The Wire is a, uh, is a, is a piece of film that, uh, that I like to go back to. Where, where did that take place? It's in Baltimore. So it's almost 20 yeah. years old now, but it's about, I know. Really, it starts out as cops and drug dealers. Uh, in Baltimore, but it's just a phenomenal series that I, I believe everyone should watch. I was I was saying that in jest. That's where I live. So <laughs> oh, it's always it's always so nice to have someone give a shout out to my backyard here. <laughs> All right, Andrea. I would like to know uh, where you would like to uh, go next. Like where you want to visit. Like just the name of a city or a country, and that's it. Oh. Uh, 
I mean, I'm on this uh, road show for the next month and a half, so I'd like to go home for a bit. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? That'll do it. Uh, yeah, you know, I'd like to go home, but if it was uh, a destination where you could go anywhere in the world, I don't know, maybe Australia. It's kind of far away. I've never been there. I think I'd like it, but I don't know. I'd like to go somewhere where I can learn and, and be surprised. So, I don't know. I'd like to just go to, uh, you know what I would actually really love to do if I could, if I could do this in a fantasy world? is go to an airport, spin a wheel, or throw a dart, and get on a plane. <laughs> you are adventurous, for sure. That's a cool, that would be a cool game. Need need to have a little time on your hands, just in case uh, you pick something yeah, far if, away. Yeah, if money and time were an issue, <laughs> that's, that's probably what I would do. All right, so um, haven't asked this question before, but it's related to the, the Manny Chat experience. So that was mm-hmm. a, a conference that I think is almost mandatory for companies that want to know where uh, e-commerce is going. Where, what other mm-hmm. event or two would you recommend someone adds to their schedule if they're in e-commerce? Um, it's short notice, but if you're in e-commerce, Charjax in LA, we're going to be there. It's going to be a phenomenal event, especially if you do anything sort of reoccurring. Uh, Shopify Unite is always a really, really big one as well. You can only go to one an e-commerce conference per year. Check out Shopify Unite. It's up in Toronto. It's put on by Shopify. Uh, definitely check out Shopify Unite. <laughs> And that's that's coming up real soon, you said? No, uh, ChargeX is next week. If you're in, in the I LA see. area, check that one out. Uh, Shopify Unite was uh, a couple months close to the next one. will probably be in uh, around June 2020. Okay, gotcha. All right, Andrea? I'd like to know what charity that you would uh, be most um, likely to give to or what you give to now. Yeah, so we actually started our business, Treats Happened, as a way to give back to a local boxer rescue because they had taken in seven, uh, seven boxers who, who needed some help. So I tend to do a lot of animal and um, dog-related charities around the greater Toronto area. So we have a local independent humane society, the Topical Humane Society, uh, we like to give back to. Uh, and then sort of whoever needs it. I don't want to say I only donate to this one charity when there is another one that could really use the money. Right now with... Um, with everything going on in the Bahamas, I think that there's a lot that we could uh, do there. So that's who, who I would probably donate to, either to help uh, the people or the rescues who are helping some of the dogs uh, come from the Bahamas. So that's probably where I would donate my money right now if, if I could pick. Okay, and to, I guess, add to that question, how, how could nonprofits benefit by using uh, your technology or, or ManyChat technology? Yeah, that's a phenomenal question. And it's just like companies selling a product. People have, might have questions before they donate. So where does that money go? Uh, when's the next event that I can volunteer at? Same thing with ManyChat. Uh, almost like being in a distribution of, hey, this is what we're working on. This is what's going on. Really keeping uh, those, those stakeholders willing to volunteer or donate, uh, donor informed, but also keeping them happy. It's just as you want to keep your customers coming back time and time again, you want to keep your donors coming back time and time again, and there's a lot that they can learn that a lot of not-for-profits can learn from the customer service industry or selling products to help those people uh, just stay informed and know when maybe they they're looking for a little bit more money or uh, wh- whatever it happens to be that they need at that time. Cool, Andrea. I think this is the last question for you. All right, uh, Lucas. Who is the next? person uh, that you would want to meet, you know, like we've met, you know, Neil and all of them or seen them, who's the one person you want to meet? 
I would really like to meet Penn Jillette of Penn and Teller. I'm a big fan of uh, of his podcast, and, and they're so cool. Also, if I could meet anyone and just have a chat with them, probably probably Penn Jillette would be uh, my go-to right now. All right. Well, I have some good news. I think uh, we have an, another minute I wasn't expecting. So what's a sports team you'd like to buy? <laughs> oh, Toronto Blue Jays. Blue Jays for sure. Uh, See, our ownership is a bunch of clowns. They, <laughs> they're doing fine, but uh, he said we have a minute, not five hours. So definitely uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. It's, I, I could write an essay on, uh, on why their just management is so disconnected from the fan base. That's funny. And uh, what's a quote you live by? Uh, make it happen. It, you know what? If you see something, it's, it's not just going to come and fall on your lap. You really do have to make, make it happen. And I, I firmly believe that in many ways that you do make your own luck. It's even serendipity. You, you make those serendipitous moments happen by, by really stacking the odds uh, in your favor. Cool. Well, just like the Keep Smiling books that we uh, – uh, make and publish for people that are making a positive difference in the world, leading with their heart. Uh, we like to give an opportunity in shows like this to, since you get to travel so much and you're away, to give shout outs to people you love. So go for it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to give a, a quick shout out to uh, to my mom and dad back in Ontario and, of course, my, uh, my other half, Riley, and, uh, and, and all of our family back home. All right. Well, here's the bonus for you. What's the question that we didn't ask that you'd like to answer real quick? Now, what's the next big trend in e-commerce over the next 12 to 18 months? And you got about 45 seconds. Go for it. I think that the next big thing is really integrating with SMS, whether it's for sales or service. And we saw this with many chat announced their SMS integration. I have a feeling that uh, a few other big service players are going to be launching SMS integrations. And if you are an e-commerce brand and you don't have an SMS strategy, really start to look into it for uh, for 2020. Well, very cool. You were amazing on so many levels. First of all, the content, and then also the go-getiveness of actually getting through this show with uh, your, your uh, throat and your tiredness. So thank you for giving a great event and show, and we look forward to actually growing with you. Again, this is Ken Rashan with Amplified, and we're going to be back next week. Thank you so much, Andrea Adams-Miller, for bringing on this amazing guest, and we look forward to the next show, and we will let you know how we're going to amplify life next. Thanks. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard. 